The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, fellow DJs, do you want to own a piece of a premium sportsbook and casino? Well, Moonbet gives you the chance just by holding their MBet crypto tokens. You can buy those tokens right now over at Bit. Forex.com. You can also join the Moonbet ecosystem by heading over to moonbet.org. Use the link in the description so that they know you're a true DGEN. Eclipse the competition and make some money with Moonbet. You fools. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Thursday night, which means we are talking college football with Sex Panther. What's out? Yeah. What's going on, Panther? <laughs> oh, it's it's nice that we record these and don't do them live. Maybe you can edit that out, but I, I think you should just leave it. Cause oh, it, I'm leaving it. This goes. Oh, yes, the quality of the authenticity of the show, how real we are. Uh, I, what's going on is I had a better week last week, which couldn't. It didn't take much to get better than week number one. But damn it, if we're not all chasing zebra after two weeks, what's going on, zebra? You fuck. <laughs> well. Uh... You know, just wondering what it's like looking at my ass because you guys are way behind me. Uh, yeah, the totals have been killing me. But ATS Zebra went six and zero. Oh. Uh, I went five and one. Panther went four and four last week. So, so we are all chasing the zebra. I doubled my win total, but I, and I halved my loss total. So we'll, we'll call that. Even, you know, even though I lost on the VIG, I'm okay with that. As, a, uh, as we know, if you've been listening to this show for the last couple of years, I do get better as the season goes along. I get more stats and information to look at. So I'm banking on a better week in week three. Zebra, you know this. Panther's like a fine wine. He just gets better with age, right? Yeah, I've known the guy for, for 20 years, and, and yeah, he just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> All right. Uh, Let's get, hey, yeah, I've go. got I have, whatever my reputation is. I have one. Can you can you not kill it, Zebra? <laughs> Let's get to work. We are. You guys sent me your list of picks. We're going to start from the top with Sex Panther. Cincinnati at Indiana. Uh, Cincinnati minus three and a half. Most every book, Panther. Yeah, it. You know, I, tale of two cities, I guess. With. Indiana, they did not look good week number one. They beat up on a nobody in week number two. And so and because of that, their stats actually don't look that great. Penix, I don't think he played the entire game uh, last week. And Cincinnati is just kind of keeps on trucking. They uh, got the offense is picked up where it left off last year. And I know everybody will bring up the level of competition, blah, blah, blah. But that defense is legit. And, and they keep people in check. They keep teams in check. Um, you know, you look at the overall stats, and they're kind of skewed because I'm going to give IU a pass. They didn't play. A, they didn't play anybody last week. And B, the, the starters didn't stay in the game. So you look at the stats. Defensively, they look even. Offensively, Cincinnati's got them like almost 2-1 to one, uh, in, in yards per game. But I'm just looking at this IU team. From last year, I kind of drank the Kool-Aid, thought they'd get off the schneid. They got blasted by Iowa. That They didn't look good in that game. And I, I just – I don't trust them. They're at home, and Cincinnati, they, they brought back a whole bunch of starters. And I, I don't know if I want to say I trust them, but in this game, I kind of trust them. So I'm going to lay the three and a – yeah, three and a half and take the Bearcats. 25 bucks, or are you going to up it? Nah, we'll go with 25 right now. We're going to wait till I find the positive side of things. All right, Zebra, tell us how the Hoosiers are going to win this game. 
Well, Cincinnati, you know, they're making just the short trip from Cincinnati over to Bloomington, and, and they're going to face their first quality appoint, opponent in a sold-out Memorial Stadium. It's been a long time since we've been able to say that. In fact, eight tickets showed up in my mailbox this evening, and Ooh. I will be in attendance. It's going to be interesting to see how Cincinnati responds to to the rumors of Luke Fickle be potentially being a candidate at USC uh, popped up this week. Uh, it's hard to use stats from either of these teams based on three of the four opponents being extremely weak. As long as Michael Penix can avoid the mistakes and IU prevents the big play, I like IU to win the game. Um, not enough to, to money line it with the value of three and a half points. So I'm going to take the three and a half in the Hoosiers for one unit. All right. What is the unit for you? Are you at 25 or are you well, up? I'm, I'm on a $20 unit. 20. Okay. <sighs> this is tough. It's so tough. I'm right on the line. If this was four, I would be all over Indiana at three and a half. Uh, there's negligible value there. I'll just lean Indiana here. I think you're right. I, I don't know. If, if you, somebody told me they money-lined it, I would not be upset. I just don't see the value when you're getting three and a half. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll stick with the points. If it was two and a half, by all means, I'd money-line the play or one. But getting yeah. that field goal plus the hook, I'm going to take the points. And if for some reason, you know, it's a tight game and Indiana loses by a late field goal, yeah, I'm disappointed on the drive home, but at least I've got the, the, the win in my pocket. <laughs> gotcha. All right, moving on. We are going to Florida. Alabama's coming to town. Alabama on the road, Panther, minus 14 and a half, down from 15. I sure you can't give me 14. I swore I saw 14 somewhere. I'm looking. You know, the, we keep talking about this Gator team, how they they – I had to basically rebuild it. They, they lost their quarterback. They lost their tight end. Um, they lost their running back. They, I think they even lost a few pieces on the defense. They've looked spectacular in their first two games against nobodies. But, and the other thing I'm looking at is Florida is the one team last year that went toe-to-toe with the Crimson Tide. But both these teams are brand new. And, you know, whatever it is about Nick Saban, he gets up for these big games. And, you know, I, I get it the 14s a lot, but I think Florida was the only team that actually stayed within 14 points of them last year. It's a different Florida Gator team, and it's early in the season. I just think the Crimson Tide are the, the more prepared team here. I'm not in love with it, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to eat those points and lay the 14 on the Crimson Tide. And I'm also looking at the under, the 59 and a half. This, this is not the Crimson Tide from, you know, half a decade ago. Nick Saban knows how to roll with the punches. His quarterbacks are even making it in the NFL, minus Tua. I'll give him <laughs> a pass. But uh, he's got his offenses clicking. They put up points. And uh, so, I, yeah, I like the over here as well. So I'm going to drop another 25 bucks on the over 59 and a half. All right. Zebra. I, I looked at this game as a potential play, but, but I, I couldn't get there. I, I, you know, if we could have got Alabama down to the 14, maybe it was worth a play for me. But over 14 and a half, 15, I, I'm, I'm not going to go there. I will lean Alabama with you, but I lean the under on this game. I, I don't see Florida scoring many points against that Alabama defense. I know in the past we've seen SEC shootouts, and but I, I can't I can't get there with with Florida scoring more than in the teens in this game. So I lean Bama, I lean the under, but I'm not going to play either. Yeah, I'm leaning Bama here in this one. 14 and a half is just a touch too many. I agree with you, Panther. They're going to win the game, and they're almost, oh, man, it's right there. I've got them winning by about 14.4. <laughs> so I'll lean Alabama, and I'll lean the over with you. All right, we are moving on. We're going to Ohio State. Tulsa's coming to town. Uh, Ohio State minus 24 and a half, down from 26. You know, if you paid attention to Ohio State, I know everybody paid attention last week. It was the game of the week against Oregon. But this defense for the Buckeyes 
it's not just this season. You go back to last season, they were giving up a ton of yards and a ton of points. They look even worse this year. And I, 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 I'm not sure if that defensive coordinator makes it through a third game. Ohio State can, can score. Stroud looks like the real deal. But they're almost like the Dallas Cowboys. They're not playing their opponent. They're playing against their own defense, it seems like. <laughs> they got to outscore their own defense. Um, so, you know, I love Ohio State for the win. But 24 and a half, are you kidding me? I'm taking those 24 and a half. Tulsa can score. They put up points, and they'll put up points on the Buckeyes. I think they keep it within the 24 and a half. And 61, mm -hmm. to me, that seems way too low. This thing probably gets into the 70s. I'm going to drop another 25 on the over Ooh, as well. I like it. What do you got, Zebra? I, I don't have a play, but if Ohio State's going to get right, this is the game they need to get right in. I don't even think they're the favorite to win the Big Ten East right now. So this is a game where they've got to figure out their offense is going to click. Defense has to figure out a way to get stops against a lesser opponent. Tulsa's going to walk away with, I don't know if a lot of points, but for sure a lot of money leaving the horseshoe on Saturday. <laughs> I I lean Ohio State in the blowout, but but not enough to make a play. Yeah, same boat here. I'm leaning Ohio State. With the points, but I, I don't like this. I, it's a little too close to call. Panther, you might be right, but I do think you're right about the over. I'm leaning the over. I'm not betting overs this week. No, I'm not. I think I got one total. <laughs> All right. We are moving on. We're looking at USC at Washington. Uh, USC minus eight or Washington State plus eight and a half. Panther, whatever you want. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at USC here. This is, again, preseason. They got – I don't know why they get so much love. It's like they're supposed to be good, and people think we're in the 80s or you know, 2005 when Reggie Bush is there. I, I don't know what they're looking at, but the USC has not been right for 15 years, basically since Pete Carroll left. And now they've already – you know, story of the week, they fired their head coach, who should have been fired last year, to be honest. I was, unless they didn't have any candidates, I was really surprised they held on to him. Two weeks into the season, he's gone. You're hearing names like Luke Bickle, Urban Meyer. Wouldn't be surprised if Pop Stoops pops up. There's going to be all kinds of names. It's a premier job, allegedly. But uh, Washington State's been kind of a doormat for a while. We talk about the coaching bump in the NFL. We talk about Major League Baseball and basketball. I think... We might see something here in the coaching bump just from the removal of Helton. I'm banking on the players showing up here. So I'm going to lay the eight and a half and put my quarter on the Trojans. I'll give you eight. I'll let you lay eight. Zebra, I appreciate that. No problem. Zebra, which way are you laying? I don't, I'm not leaning at all on this game. There's too many uncertainties with the, with the, uh, the firing of the coach. You don't know which way the players are going to come out. Is that going to be a positive form? Is it going to be a negative form? Who knows? Weird things happen in Washington at Washington State. Um, for who knows, it might snow out there in September. Crazier things have happened in Pullman, so I don't, I don't think I can touch this game either way. Would be a fun one to watch, but not a, a fun one to bet. If there wasn't a new coach bump, I'd be betting Washington State plus the eight and a half. I think that's the play. I'm a little scared off about the new coach bump. I, I don't know what to make of that, or you know what USC, you know how they might look. So I'm going to lean Washington State here. What do you think? It's an underplay, Panther. Or you think it's an overplay? Uh, 62, 62 and a half. Uh, I got to be looking at the under here. I, I really don't know that much about the Cougars. But uh, you, you got to expect, even with the so-called coach, coaching bump, they'll be a little bit tighter on defense and maybe even a little bit more traditional offense, and especially if this coach, I don't even know who it is, um, thinks he's auditioning for a job. Uh, you, you're going to go out there and not try and be too reckless or stupid. So I would be leaning the under here. Yeah, I think it's an under play. I, I yeah. tend to agree with you on that. But, again, no play at all for this game for me. It's, it's time to sit back and watch and see what USC does and evaluate them for the rest of the season. Yeah, I think it's an underplay too, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bet it. All right, what are we looking at here? Arkansas State versus Washington. Uh, the Huskies Panther are minus seventeen, and it was opened at sixteen. Yeah, I don't know what's up with this Husky team. Another Pac-12 team that was ranked really high. Not only have they lost their first two games, but they've looked 
absolutely horrible in doing it. What are they averaging? Three and a half points a game. They're only getting 57 yards rushing per game. Um, it's it's just this team does not look right. I'm not sure what the hype was coming into the season for them. Um, you know, I don't know anything really about Arkansas State. Uh, other than to look at last season and what they've done this year, this is a team that can put some points on the board. Uh, and it's a team that is credible enough on the defensive side. Um, but, you know, for me, it was just the 17 points. There's no, I've not seen anything out of the Huskies. And maybe this is an overreaction. Maybe they're better than what they've shown. But there's just no way I'm laying 17. So I'm going to take the Red Wolves and those 17 points and uh, hope they keep it close. Very good. Zebra, you on this one? Not on it. We'll we'll give Panthers some moral support with the Red Wolves. This is a true degenerate special. <laughs> and it's perfect, perfect for a guy that makes 15, 18 plays a week to be on. So no play for me. Go Red Wolves. Let's get panther a win oh man i'm so close to jumping on it with you panther 17 seems like a touch too many i just couldn't quite get over the hump so i mean i'm right there i'm leaning as hard as possible but i can't bet it but i think you're right did you have a feel for the total on this one panther it's uh it's uh 58 uh you know I, i'm just waiting to see if washington actually shows up based on what we've seen i, I don't think you have a choice but to lean the under here but you know, two games, two debacles. Um, I'm not holding out a whole lot of hope for these Huskies, so I'll lean the under. Zebra? In true degenerate fashion, you've got to play in a lean on this game. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll lean Red Wolves, but I'm not, I'm not doing anything. I'm no lean at all on the total. No lean. Yeah, I'm kind of shading the over just a little bit. I think that, you know, I think some fireworks might happen, but 58, that's pretty high. So just a lean for me on this one. All right, we are moving on. Utah State is playing Air Force. Uh, Air Force opened up minus nine. They're, they are minus nine in quite a few books, although there is a nine and a half floating out there, Panther. Yeah, I don't like either one of those because I had this at eight last night when I wrote it down. <laughs> uh, you know, Air Force made some money on, on the academy last week uh, going against Navy. Did you guys see those uniforms? Those uniforms are just off the chain. Um, but listen, the, the academy's defense is so ridiculously good not only do they not give up very many yards they've given up a grand total of 24 points in their last five games combined so if, if they would just ditch the stupid ass triple option they've been running since world war one uh they actually might be able to <laughs> play with some of the bigger teams but you know utah state they're not looking great air force whacked them last year 35 to 7 um so you know and the air force only given up 40 yards per game on the ground so the air force is i i'm really like from a betting standpoint i'm really liking what i'm seeing out of the falcons uh so vegas agrees with me i had it at eight yesterday now it's all the way up to nine and a half probably will get to ten i'll jump on it at nine here but i'm gonna lay my quarter on the falcons all right zebra I'm I'm not on this one right now, but I am going to keep an eye on it. If that thing gets to 10, I'll be opposite Panther and get on Utah State. It's a game that you might want people like me that like Utah State might look at live, and if Air Force gets out to a 7 nothing lead, we might be able to catch upwards of two touchdowns with Utah State. So I'm going to be keeping an eye on it. If it gets to 10, I'm probably going to make a little play on, on one of my apps, and if it and if Air Force does happen to score first, I will guarantee I make a play. Utah State getting as many points as we'll, they'll be given at that time. But no play for right now for me. Yeah, I'm leaning. Uh, I'm leaning Air Force with you, Panther. But that's it. Nine is that's as high as you can go. If it does get to ten, I agree everything with everything Zebra said. Double digits, you got to play. You got to play Utah. Did you have a feel for the total on this one, Panther? It's uh, fifty-three and a half or fifty-four. I, I, I bet you like the under. Uh, I do like the under. I actually had it marked down as uh, betting the under Air Force. You know, we saw it last week with the Navy. And even last year, you know, going against Utah State, they scored 35, which is kind of like an anomaly for the Falcons. Uh, they just typically don't score that many points. I think this is probably going to be closer to like a 28 to 14, 28 to 17. But I, I think it's under. So I'm going to bet another quarter on the under. Okay. Zebra? 
Wow, you are really trying to get out of the hole with, with a plethora of plays. No, no, nothing on a total for me. Like I said earlier, I'm going to watch this line, and if it gets to numbers that I like, I will, I will jump on Utah State, but nothing right now. All right. Uh, I got you under 54.5, Panther. That's the best line I can give you. I like it. All right. We are moving on. Tulane at Ole Miss. Ole Miss opened up minus 14. They are minus 14. I'm not on the game. Um, that, that this wasn't anything I looked at. I just went and I was looking at the stats, and then I looked at the total, and I thought, what in the holy hell? 76? 76. Locked. It has not moved. It's 76. It hasn't moved. 76. And, and I'm looking at their schedules. I'm looking at what they've done in, in recency. And, I look, I just think I think that's too high. I just, I just think that's ridiculously too high. They, they might get into the 30s. It might be a blowout. Maybe Ole Miss takes care of business here. Um, so even if that happens, I still have this as an under. So I really, really like the underplay a lot. I'm going to drop a quarter on the under 76. They put totals in the 70s in college football for a reason. It's because these teams can't stop anybody. Tulane's going to actually put up some points on Ole Miss. Ole Miss is going to get into the 50s. I lean over in this game, but I'm not going to play it. I'll lean the under in this one. All right, next up, we got Arizona State going to BYU. This is the game that Zebra was on, off, and now he's back on, I think. Uh, Panther, it opened at minus two and a half. It's minus three and a half. Well, some books have it at four minus for Arizona State. Yeah, I, I, this is really probably not going to get enough love of how premier of a game this is. West Coast uh, probably starts at like midnight Eastern time. Who knows? Uh, a game that I would actually... I think enjoy watching BYU pulled off the quote unquote upset last week against the Utes. And uh, this week they're home again and Arizona state comes a calling. Now Arizona state has got a pretty good defense. They're only giving up 189 yards total on defense and the offense pretty good too. The quarterback is supposed to be one of the uh, draftees, if you will. I'm not sure how, if he's a first rounder, but there's a lot of talk about him. Uh, but they're putting up 443 yards a game. And look, BYU, I just, they won the game, but I think they were actually really fortunate. Um, things went their way. Uh, time of possession went their way. Turnovers went their way. There was a lot of things that went their way against Utah that really weren't kind of quote unquote supposed to happen. <laughs> Um, I like the Sun Devils here, and I'm going to go ahead. Is four the best? We got three and a half in there somewhere? Yeah, it's down. Three and a half. Three and a half is the best. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take the three and a half. But, you know, if you look at the Sun Devils offense, their last four games, they put up 37, 41, 46, and 70 points. This team can score. I don't think BYU can keep up with them. So uh, 25 bucks on the Sun Devils. Zebra, what about you? You know, somebody's going to leave the field 3-0 and in this one and be ranked in the top 20 next week. Jaden Daniels for Arizona State does a nice job of running their offense. He's effective when he's asked to throw the ball, but the thing Arizona State wants to do is pound the rock, and they do it really well. BYU, they're average at best at stopping the run. Like most teams in college, if Arizona State avoids the mistakes, uh, they're gonna they're gonna make Coach Herm Edwards happy by playing and winning the game. <laughs> I'll take Arizona State. I liked it better at two, but I'll take a minus the three and a half. All right, I had BYU at the four and a half, and that was the play I loved. I even wrote it there only at four and a half or higher. At at three and a half, it's I'll lean BYU here, but I thought all the value was on on the Mormons here. Ugh, damn it, missed it. It was it was four and a half earlier. Now it's broken, so definitely recessing. But keep an eye on that. If it gets to back to four and a half, I would jump on BYU. Uh, Panther, the total if you have a play is fifty and a half or fifty one, depending on what you need. I didn't have it written down. Oh yeah, I did. I do have it written down. Okay. I had fifty one, um, but I'll take fifty and a half. I like the over. Like I pointed out, Arizona State can score in bunches. BYU is going to get theirs. They'll get you know, two or three or more touchdowns. So yeah, I definitely like the over 51 here. All right. Zebra. 
I, I lean the over with you as well, but that's just a lean on my part. Yeah, I, I like the over 50 and a half. I, I'm leaning pretty hard on that. If this wasn't the weirdest season I've ever seen for total since I started betting, I would be on it. But that is what it is. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right. Next up, we've got Connecticut at Army. Army is minus 34 and a half. This is a game that that I'm not looking at the spread, but more looking at the total. Mm. UConn is a mess. An interim coach, bad personnel, ugly uniforms, and terrible weather in the winter. (laughs) They've yet to score a single point against the Division I opponent this year and have given up an average of 47 points to those two teams they have played. Those teams that they have played like to throw the ball. Army wouldn't throw the ball if they had to. They're going to methodically march up and down the field on every drive while eating clock. The combination of Army's offense and and Connecticut's ineptness leads me to the under on this game, which has already dropped three points, but I'm still on it. Give me Army under the 48 and a half for one unit. Gotcha. Yeah, under the 48 and a half is a solid play, and you could probably even bet Army. But but like you pointed out, the ball control that – Time of possession the Army does with their wishbone. Um, yeah, the, the 35 and blanking UConn might be a, a lot to ask. UConn has been a mess basically ever since they became a Division One school. Maybe they should stick with basketball. Uh, but I'll give up Zebra some moral support here. Man, I'm leaning Connecticut here so hard. For all the reasons you said, Zebra, I just don't know that Army is going to score 35 points. They're going to eat up all that clock, and, you know, uh, that's a big ask. So, yeah, I'll lean Connecticut here in this one. All right. Next up, we have, let's see, Kansas State. Uh, Nevada's coming to Kansas State. It's Nevada minus two and a half, minus two, or minus one and a half, Zebra, depending on what you want. Yeah, that line's moved around a little mm-hmm. bit. And uh, the Wolfpack, you know, they're – Traveling to the Little Apple into Bill Snyder Family Stadium, and both these two, two you know, both these teams are two and zero. Oh. Last week against Idaho State, Carson Strong, who I'm a big proponent of, was 34 of 43 for 381 and four touchdowns. Yeah, Kansas State's a better opponent than Iowa State, but this kid's the real deal. Kansas State offense has been average at best. They're averaging 360 or so yards per game, and they've been penalized 14 times already, and they, they can't keep up those kind of numbers and expect to play with a big, better team like Nevada. Bill Snyder's name's going to be on the stadium, but he's not going to be on the sideline for the Wildcats. <laughs> Nevada comes to the Midwest and leaves with a victory. I'll take Nevada minus the two and a half. I'll get you one and a half. I'll take that even more. Uh, I figured you would. Just still one unit. All right. But I like Vegas. the one and a half better than two and a half. Yeah, I thought you Vegas. might. Vegas disagrees. Yeah. Uh, yeah. K-State at home. 
Uh, you know, they're a big 12, big eight, big whatever number of school they're supposed to be. Um, but in reality, Nevada probably gets better recruits than K-State does. It's, it's probably from a star rating, an even game, and you're seeing that in the line. Nevada can score. They've been uh, prone to put up some numbers. I think if it gets into a shootout, the Wildcats really won't be able to keep up. So I, it's a game I looked at, but I wasn't in love with. I'll just give some moral support and lean Nevada. Man, with two and a half points, I'm leaning K-State here. I, I, it looks to me, to me to be a pretty close close game. Hopefully it doesn't turn into the shootout because I, I'm leaning the under here as well. But man, uh, yeah, I'll lean K-State at home, catching two and a half. Zebra, any thoughts on the total of 50 and a half or no? No, I, I K State's offense. I don't think they're gonna get that. That number's probably pretty, pretty close to spot on. I, I don't see Kansas State getting into the twenties in this game. So if I had anything, I'd lean under. But I'm just gonna stay on the side and take the Wolfpack and and leave it at that. All right, Panther. Yeah, you're looking at something along the lines of a 27 to 23. Zebra looked into this a little deeper than I did. If he doesn't think the Wildcats are going to get to 23 or, you know, in the 20s, then then you're looking at a blowout to get to the over 50. So uh, I'll lean the under, but no play for me. It's hard to argue. I mean, Zebra's assessment of K-State's offense is right. They're, they're bad. <laughs> it's not a good offense. All right. So, yeah, I like the under two. Mississippi State going to Memphis. Mississippi State's uh, minus three and a half on the road. Uh, again, another matchup that I looked at featuring two teams that are 2-0, and oh, and someone's going to leave 3-0 and oh, and most likely ranked in the top 20 next week. Bulldogs quarterback Will Rogers has taken a liking to Mike Leach's offense. He's thrown for 370 and 294 yards this season with five touchdowns and only one interception. Memphis has a prolific freshman quarterback, Seth Hennigan, who will be seeing more size and more speed than he has ever seen in his life after playing his first two games versus Nichols State and Arkansas State. Kid looks to be a future star, but this one will be his first true test. I'm going to take another road favorite against my my norm. I'm going to take Mississippi State and lay the three and a half hmm. for one unit. All right. Panther, what about I you? Wonder, I wonder if Mike Leach still continues his, being in the SEC, if he still continues his ways of trying to put up 60 and 70 points and not playing any defense. Uh, if that's going to be the case, then Memphis is going to get theirs too. I, look, I'll lean Mississippi State here, but I'm interested. What's this total number? Because if it's under 80, I might, <laughs> like the, I might like the over. 64. I can get you 64 flat. I think I like the over. Yeah, I'm going to lean Memphis here at home, catching points. Not a strong – it's not a strong opinion. I don't really know a whole lot about these guys, so – just a lean for me on Memphis, and yeah, I'm going to lean the over. Zebra, what about the over? I would yeah. lean over as yeah. well. The only thing that scares me about that, again, that quarterback for Miss Memphis is going to be the real deal. But, you know, he's he's seen high school players in Arkansas State and Nichols State, so he hasn't seen anything like he's going to see this week with Mississippi State defense. Not that it's great, but he hasn't seen anything like that in his career. So this might be a an eye-opening experience and, and might put the kid in his place a little bit and keep that Memphis offense down. So I, I would lean the over, but I'm not going to play it. Okay. Uh, next up, Fresno State is going to UCLA. All right, Zebra, I can get you minus 11 and a half, minus 11 or minus 10, whatever you need. Oh, wow. So you're giving me options. Huh? Yeah. Maybe we play a middle and take the minus 10 and the plus 11 and a half and look for that 11-point game, but Ooh. that's kind of silly. Oh, uh, Fresno's pre-conference schedule has been an interesting mix of cupcakes and grade-A steak. They played UConn, cupcake, Oregon, steak, Cal Poly, and then now UCLA. They've destroyed the cupcakes just like the Zebra's going to do when this podcast is over. <laughs> um, they had a fourth-quarter lead at Oregon, who, the, who obviously last week beat Ohio State. Quarterback Jake Hayner has, has thrown for over 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns, no picks on the season, has done a good job of managing the offense. UCLA coming off a huge win versus LSU with a Pac-12 schedule looming. 
this is a prime opportunity for an upset. I'm not going to go that far and say Fresno wins, but I will take Fresno in the 11 and a half points for one unit. Oh, good. It was start- I'm starting to get worried with all your road favorites here. All right. That makes more sense. Panther, what do you got? Look, I'm just having a hard time trusting Chip Kelly. His first, his first three years have not been great. They're two and zero. They've got, they've looked pretty good so far uh, this season. But it's, it's Chip Kelly, and I, I maybe it's because he's got three years of recruits and they're his guys and blah blah blah. Uh, but I, I'm just going to have to see more evidence that he's got these Bruins clicking. Uh, I'm agreement with Zebra here. I think I'm going to take Fresno, uh, take the Bulldogs plus the points on a lean. Yeah, leaning Fresno here too. This looks, in my mind, the margins here are razor thin. I, I do think Fresno probably covers the 11 and a half, but poof, it's tight. And, uh, you know, gun to my head, I would probably lean the under here. I don't know about, what do you think, uh, Zebra? I didn't really pay that much attention to the total on this game. If I had to make a play, I would lean under on that as well. All right. Panther. What was the number? Uh, 63 and a half. Oh, I thought you were going to say something like 54. Yeah, I'm definitely on the under there. Okay. <laughs> All right. Moving on, we are looking at my list now. All right. UCF is going to Louisville. Um, just make sure that I got the right number here. Yeah. Yeah. UCF on the road, minus six and a half too many points. I do think UCF cover or uh, wins, but I don't think they cover my first goddamn bet of the day is to take the Louisville Cardinals plus six and a half. Uh, let's go 25 bucks. Panther. Uh, yeah, you're you're betting on an ACC team. I don't know if you have any confidence there. Maybe it's just because you're getting the six and a half. Uh, UCF has actually looked really good, and they had that big come from behind victory against Boise State in Week One. Uh, this is a mid-major that's kind of vying uh, with Cincinnati to try and get in there and, and squeeze into one of those. Um, New Year's Day Bulls. I think they cover, and there's got to be looking for some style points. They got an ACC on the road uh, opposition here. I'm going to lean that the Knights get it done. Mm. Zebra. Do do we still call UCF a mid-major being that they're headed to the Big 12? Is that (laughs) going to be a mid-major conference moving forward? Yeah, Yeah, it is a mid-major. Yeah, yeah, it is. is. Wow. Uh, Louisville, I've, I've seen them play and, and I, their quarterback, it just does nothing for me. He is, it's definitely not Lamar Jackson. I, I, I hate doing another road favorite, but I would lean UCF. All right. There you go. It's six, only six and a half. If you want to bet against me. No, no, no. I've got enough plays. It's down a full point from seven and a half. Uh, well, when it, when you got a line that crosses that that threshold, that that key number, yeah, you got you got to figure there's a lot of action on it one way or the other. I, I Vegas te- is trying to do something; they're trying to entice some UCF action. I think so too. Uh, total, I, I don't really. I'm going to lean the uh, lean the under sixty seven and a half in this one. Yeah, I think I'd lean the under here too. I I think you're asking, you know, at six and a half, you're looking at what. 37 to 30 or something yeah, I, don't, too high. I don't i don't i don't think it gets that high so i would leave the under all right zebra you got any thoughts on that uh we can all agree to lean on the under on that one and <laughs> see what happens all right next up iowa state is going to unlv iowa state who has looked unimpressive every week they've played is minus 32 points to unlv i say no fucking way they're gonna win but 32 points they can't beat anybody by 32 points give me unlv 25 bucks yeah unlv at home Mm -hmm. now listen unlv has not been good for a good long time a long time. We might have to go back to Randall Cunningham before they were <laughs> they, they were good. They're getting whacked. These, uh, but if you go back and look, they're not getting whacked by 32 and a half very often. They get beat by, you know, 24, 28, but damn near five touchdowns is a big ask. Uh, I'll lean UNLV. This will probably be the week that Iowa State shows up and wins by 70. Yeah, probably. Zebra, what do you think? Yeah, this if Iowa State gets out to a big lead, you're looking at a backdoor cover from UNLV. They're not going to stop playing. 
I don't even know if you at Iowa State will ever get over that number from a from a lead perspective. So I would lean UNLV. I think that's a pretty solid play on your part. Oh, look at that. He agrees with me. First time, first time today, I think. Uh the total's fifty-two and a half. I, I I'm kinda of shading the under, but I don't do not have a strong opinion here, Panther. Well, I think because we don't know who what the Cyclones are bringing to the table. If, you know, with, with a line that big, 32 and a half, I think UNLV scores. I think they get 14, 17, maybe even into the low 20s. If that's the case, and Iowa State's supposed to whack them, I'm probably looking at the over here. So it's a slight lean on the over. Okay. Zebra. Big 12. Yeah, that seems a little bit low for a total. I would lean over as well. UNLV is going to get a few points. This is the game Iowa State is going to have to – open up the offense and start figuring things out before conference play starts. So I would lean over on that one. All right. We are going to uh, Boise next. Oh, Oklahoma State's coming to town to play Boise State. Uh, Boise State minus three and a half. I, I'm not impressed with Boise State. I do think Oklahoma is going to come in there and cover. I liked it better at four. I'll still do it at three and a half. Give me the Cowboys plus the points. Twenty five bucks. I think the Broncos are still licking their chops from letting that one get away down in Central Florida. Uh, you, you just can't get that one back. You need those kind of road victories. But now they're home on the blue turf. Same deal for the Cowboys, though. Oklahoma State can't really afford to be considered contenders for anything and go into Boise and lose the game. I'm actually quite stunned that they're considered the underdog here. I think I like the Cowboys plus the points. I'll lean Oklahoma State. All right. Zebra. These are both teams that I I enjoy to watch. Um, But I can't get – I can't figure out which – what either team is this year. So no play, no lean, nothing but a potential watch if I get home in time. All right. Uh, 57 and a half is the total on this one, Panther. I was kind of leaning the under just a little bit, but I, I don't have a play. I don't know what you think. You know, there was a day when Mike Gundy's offense was actually something to fear, but the last couple of years, they've been really blah. So uh, the defense has come to play uh, the last couple of years. They've come to play so far this year, and the Broncos are usually steady. So I agree. I, I think I like the uh, under here. There you go. All right. Next up, we're going to North Carolina. Virginia's coming to town to play the, uh, the the scary North Carolina Tar Heels. Tar Heels open up minus eight and a half. Most books have them at seven and a half, but I can get an eight. I like the number eight here. Give me Virginia plus eight on the road, 25 bucks. Yeah, I'm another one of those teams preseason ranking. I'm still trying to figure out who or why or what or what everybody was talking about. North Carolina hasn't looked great. Virginia actually who wasn't getting any love is looking pretty decent uh i I wouldn't be surprised if the cavaliers won this game outright but i'll give you a ton of moral support i get in trouble with zebra for already betting like 15 plays so (laughs) i I could bet another one but i I was teetering on the edge i really like the cavaliers here moral support all right zebra i like the play as well especially getting over seven anything more than a touchdown in this game is is grounds for taking I, i'm i'm gonna be with panther on this i'm gonna give you the moral support and i'm gonna lean virginia oh. and but no play no play can't do it 65 and a half I'm, I'm shading the over in this one but again i'm trying to avoid most totals because they've been kicking me so hard in the dick i don't know what you think panther that seems really high north carolina's defense isn't terrible and their offense kind of hasn't really shown up yet i I think that number seems a little high, so I'm shading the under here. Mm -hmm. I've played three totals, one each week this year. I can't go... I can't go any more than that until we see a little bit more. October, I think you're going to see more totals out of me once we get into conference season, but I really... Yeah, I'd lean the over on this one. This one has the makings of both teams getting into potentially the 30s. I, I like to play lean over. All right. Next up, South Carolina is going to Georgia. The Bulldogs uh, opened up minus 30 and a half, and it, it's climbed. It's 31 or 31 and a half. 31 and a half seems like a little bit too many points to me. So I am taking South Carolina to barely, barely cover 31 and a half. Tw- uh, 25 bucks there. 
Uh, I think what you're banking on is Georgia not scoring more than 35, because if we're paying attention to anything from this bulldog team, that defense is legit. Uh, you know, we, we talked about that Clemson-Georgia game beginning of the season where nothing was scored. I'm starting to think it's not an indictment on the offenses. Those defenses came to play. I think the Gamecocks are going to have a hard time scoring. So for me, it becomes how much uh, is Georgia going to run up the score? It's a conference game. They usually don't do a lot of that. Um, but, God, South Carolina, I, I just haven't seen anything out of them to really like to, I mean, do we think South Carolina is going to get to double digits? Are they going to get to 10? I honestly don't think so. I'll <laughs> lean the Bulldogs minus the, all those points. All right. I took a look at South Carolina's season total earlier this season and wondered why it was three and a half. Um, well, so far they've proven to us why it was three and a half, and I think it might go under that total. George is going to look to make a statement here. They're going to tell everybody, hey, we're the pride of the SEC East. We're the ones that's going to beat Alabama this year. I think George is going to roll in this game and run up the score to the tune of something like 52 to 10. I would, lay, I would lean Georgia. All right. Well, I do that kind of dovetails with what I'm, I'm kind of covering myself here too. 47 is your number. I think this goes over. I really do think this goes over. So I'm going to bet 25 bucks on the over here, 47. Yeah, again, you're looking at how many points does Georgia score? Because if I'm giving you, giving South Carolina 10 points, I need Georgia to score 37. I think they accomplish that quite easily. So I like the over as well. All right. I I definitely like the over. I think Georgia might cover it themselves. <laughs> Very tempting on that based on my score projection. To do it. Do it, Zebra. No, don't do, do it. it. Don't one do it. Total of <laughs> That's all I'm playing. I'm one and one on totals and hoping to. Hoping to uh, wind up over 500 with the one total play this week. All right. All right. It's time for the grand finale. If you know, listen to the show, you know what the grand finale is. Purdue is going to Notre Dame. Notre Dame opened up minus seven, Panther. They are minus seven now. Oh, man. Yesterday, when all three of us were talking about this, they were giving up eight. So uh, some people might be liking them some Purdue. I listen. If you've watched the two games, we've talked about the two games. This Notre Dame defense looks terrible, absolutely terrible. I think if they win against the Ohio State Buckeyes, the total might be ninety because both defenses are so damn bad. Uh, I look. I think it's another situation where Notre Dame wins, but man, I, until I see some improvement, I can't do it. I I, I hate doing this, but I've done it before. I'm going. I, against my mighty Irish. I'll take Purdue plus the touchdown. Mm. Purdue's been off Notre Dame's schedule for seven years. How far in advance do college football teams make schedules? Like 10? Where the so if that's the case, back in the mid-2000s when Joe Tiller had Purdue playing well, they magically dropped off a of Notre Dame's schedule. Then, in the early 2010s, during the disastrous Daryl Hazel era at Purdue, where they could barely find their way to the stadium, let alone win a game, suddenly Notre Dame offers Purdue contracts again. Is that a coincidence? I don't think so. With what we've seen from both of these teams so far, I'm not sure Notre Dame's happy about that decision to bring the Boilers back onto their schedule. Brom, I think Brom gets his team up for this game. They are missing a running back, but I'll take the seven points in the Boilers and hope like hell there's an upset. Oh, yeah. Give me Purdue plus seven for one unit. I agree 100% with you guys, both of you guys. Kiss of death here. Give me Purdue plus seven. I liked it so much more at eight, but um, yeah, I'm going to put 25 bucks on the money or the, uh, the spread here. Purdue plus seven. I'm going to sprinkle just a little money line bet here on top of Purdue as well. They're plus, uh, what is it? Plus 231, 232. There's no way. There's no way on earth you can convince me that Notre Dame has a 74.4% implied probability here. No chance. So yeah, I'll throw 10 bucks on the money line here for Purdue as well. 
You know, the other thing that we, did, we didn't mention, this is almost a trap game for the Irish, too, because this is the week before they go to Soldier Field and take on the Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, so th there is that aspect of it. And, you know, we, when we did our season totals, we, we kind of wondered what was Vegas thinking. Eight, Notre Dame, eight and a half. But, my God, so far in the first two games, I'm starting to think Notre Dame might lose three or four. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's a real possibility. Uh, Panther, 58 is your number for the uh, total. Do you have a feel for this? Yeah, I think it goes over. I, look, Notre Dame has shown that they can score. I think they actually get into the 30s. I think Purdue gets into the 30s as well. I love the, I like the over. All right. Zebra? I would lean over as well. Notre Dame has not shown that they can stop anyone. Yeah, they only gave up 20-some to Toledo last week, but that's a MAC opponent. Look what Florida State did to them in week one. Notre Dame's going to get theirs. Purdue's going to get theirs. I would lean over in this game. All right. Whew, that's it. That was a marathon. Man, a lot of, lot of bets, a lot of games. Surprising for a week that wasn't that great in college football. Uh, whew, Zebra, give me some final thoughts here. Well, I, I, I played a seven-game seven card again this week, like last week after going six and one. I thought maybe that was my lucky magic number. <laughs> We're going to stay with the seven until it proves me wrong. I'm just going to continue to try to grind out a profit each week, and that's the ultimate game plan is to, to make some money. So good luck to you guys. Better luck to me on anything we differed on, and let the games begin. Take us home, Sex Panther. Uh, we'll get us out of here. I don't do any Panther parlays as of yet. But, um, yeah, I I thought this was a really bad week. And then I started looking, and, and I tried to stay in the top 25, but we were looking at a bunch of mid-majors, and I found some games that I like. So uh, I'm hoping to just keep improving as the year goes along. But you guys know the deal. We're hanging out on the website, hanging out on the app, Facebook, Twitter, wherever. Give us a shout out. We'll shout back. But most importantly, let us know what you did last week, what you're going to do this week. And when it's all said, done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.